Welcome to Star Wars Warts and All, a podcast where we talk about all the stuff we love about Star Wars Warts and All. My name is Will. Joining me again are my good friends, Ben. Hello. Bill. Hi. And Chris. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I know this. I know this. Oh my god, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. <clears throat> So you have the right gravel in my voice. I can't. It's, I, I swallowed all the spit in my throat. I can't do it. <laughs> I, hate that guy. I, feel like, I, feel, I feel like you're doing Finn. I, I hate that guy. I, hate I that put guy. a compressor on the ignition line. Oh, <laughs> Uncar Plut. Yes. Right? Han Solo. Talking about Uncar yeah. Plut. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there it is. All right. We're switching things up a bit this week. So, grab your compound W and consult your dermatologist because tonight we're removing some warts. Okay, so this week. We decided uh, that we didn't have any better ideas, so we're going to fully embrace the name of our of our show and uh, talk about the warts and all, uh, I guess focusing on the warts this time. It only um, took 53 episodes yeah, right. to finally get to the... So we always kind of approach things with this warts and all mentality of, you know, just not being overly negative, right? And that's the basic concept, but... Let's, the antithesis of the internet today. Just, right. Instead right. of clickbait, you know, some stupid, absurd, negative headline. We just you know, take everything in stride and enjoy it for what it is rather than what it's not or what yeah. we want it to be. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about some of our personal warts. Um, but I do want to I do want to start by just <laughs> disclaimer. Uh, my hope is that this comes off as very like tongue in cheek because obviously we do love Star Wars and we're not we're not trying to like bring negativity into this. We're just trying to be funny about it. And the the fact of the matter is, so warts and all in my mind kind of means like we obviously accept the fact that Star Wars is not is far from perfect, right? But I think a lot of times it's those imperfections that also make it fun. So. Let's just have fun with some of the stupid things <laughs> that sort of bug us a little bit, I guess, is my point. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. You guys have any thoughts on the whole warts and all concept? There's plenty to sit there and nitpick, but like, I, I just don't. Yeah. Like for me, I, I don't find it fun to like overanalyze every little thing, which, which right. the internet Ex loves to do apparently. Mm -hmm. Stupid little continuity errors, you know, oh, that, that, that. The salt and pepper shaker was two inches to the left in that shot. <laughs> Ruined the whole immersion for me. You know, that sort of thing. I've never been into that sort of thing in any movie, well, you know, regardless not, of Star Wars or not. But It's not coffee cup season eight Game of Thrones bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, wasn't there something, though? There was a jeans guy. A guy wearing jeans. Jeans guy. Jeans guy who was, who was edited out and... and but that's what I mean. That stuff is fun. I mean, look at the amount of memes you get out of all of the yeah. stupid oh, well, memes. That's, and stuff. Whole it's, that's part of the fun of Star Wars, I think. I don't yeah. like memes. 
Okay. All right. You don't. No, I saw it. Right there. No. But, it's- <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it. No. Someone on, I guess probably Reddit, um, was saying how they went back to rewatch the prequels for the first time in a long time. And mm. the only thing they could think of during the rewatch was just the memes that came yeah, up from it. Yeah, that's you know? true. They do. It just, uh, you just can't enjoy the movie anymore because everything is just been I, I posted to death. Movie. <laughs> even with the memes in fact i'm like all right here comes the meme part <laughs> especially so, in revenge of the sith where the entire movie has been memed yeah. line for line maybe maybe we need a motto here which is like shoot i had a good one in my head and i just forgot it but something like well just ride the rancor or something <laughs> like a panther <laughs> because because uh, we talked the about rancor, it right yeah, enjoy enjoy the rain car ride. There, there you go. Because we talked about this in the uh, season finale episode of Book of Boba, how people were complaining that, well, why didn't he just go get the slave one? Like, what? I don't understand it when people sit there and try to apply logic to some of this stuff. I know. It's I when know. when a rain right. ride is like Boba Fett riding a rain is just so much more fun, and that's the kind of right. thing that, like, I don't. I don't care what. Oh, trust me. Quote unquote uh, should have been done. Like that's just I don't. It doesn't make sense. I to just me. I don't know. I just read a post before we started recording about somebody who did the math that was like, Boba Fett would have to travel, mm-hmm. it's like eighty miles an hour on that Rancor in order to make it from Jabba's palace to right, where they were yeah, at yeah, that yeah. time. I'm like, come Who's on, applying don't, math don't to bring, Star Wars. <laughs> Don't Keep bring math into this. <laughs> yeah. Keep your Come math on. out of out of my Star Wars. You know, it all boils down to in the very first Star Wars film, they use the word parsec incorrectly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they've been trying to recover from that ever since. But yeah. that's that's what I'm talking about. Like that's part of the fun. They can't nitpick that. It's just yeah. It's history, this is, you know? this isn't Star Trek. Let's be honest. Star Trek is a little bit more scientifically mm. more sound. Not than a little Star bit more. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Don't forget to, to a little bit, rebuffer a little bit. the ionic uh, dampeners there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into this? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's so, go. So the idea was I wanted us all to try to come up with something, even if it's stupid or silly. Actually, better if it's stupid or silly. Something that just bugs us, that we consider a wart from Star Wars that we love in spite of, or you know, sometimes maybe it's fun to hate on. Um, and since we were talking about the prequels, I guess I'll go first. Because <laughs> in my mind, I was thinking like, all right, so what's something that when it comes on, I roll my eyes or I want to skip it or I don't really care. And I realized if I were to rewatch the saga, I don't care about Attack of the Clones. That's my well, wart. The entire Damn. movie, the the Jedi, the entire movie is one Jedi. wart for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> when we did the movie rewatches, you... Glossed over Return of the Jedi way more than Attack with the Clones. I I did. Well, okay, but the problem there is Return of the Jedi comes after Empire Strikes Back. So in comparison, Uh. it it feels like a big step down. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, Attack of the Clones, I have no reason to go back to. Like, there's nothing in that that, like, um, I really want to check out this scene or that thing or this, you know, this character, you know. I'm not going to miss Dexter Jetster if I don't watch Attack of the Clones. You know it's, what I'm talking about? It's got good 
beats in it. The whole Obi-Wan playing detective is fun. It's cool. Learning that, you know, uh, uh, records have been deleted from the Jedi archives is cool. Um, Dooku basically admitting to Obi-Wan that there is a Sith Lord in control of everything is, is, is cool. There's, there's a lot of uh, important stuff that happens. Well, it, it kicks yeah. off the Clone Wars too, which is arguably the best part of the uh, I, prequel. Yeah. I would, I would also argue that it, it kicks off the whole saga as a whole, really. Cause I mean, Phantom Menace. Yeah. You had, you know, Sidious making his, his plot in the background, but it all comes into like, focus in attack of the clones now you have this republic army that somebody made and you know you've got dooku running the whole clone wars thing and this all ends up at anakin turning and wiping out the jedi so i mean sure yeah it does a lot of setup for revenge of the sith i feel like attack of the clones sets up a lot more for the other movies than phantom menace would that's okay but here's my point. What you're saying is absolutely true, but I'll just watch the good part that follows. That's what I'll do. <laughs> you know, I don't need I mean, to see the setup. I, I already know what happens. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm probably Personally. with you on at least skipping the whole uh, Anakin and Padme running through fields on uh, Naboo, that whole cringeworthy love story part. It's uh, a lot of red flags. <laughs> it's always, that one's always, that part's always hard to watch, I feel like. But. Well, the, so... Yeah, I was thinking back to like, all right, so the lightsaber fights, right? That's always like the big moment. This one's got, I mean, there's there's basically episodes of the Clone Wars that have better lightsaber fights than what you get in Attack of the Clones because the big climactic duel is essentially some, some Christopher Lee stuntman uh, fighting what's probably just a tennis ball on a stick. Like that's, that's <laughs> your big moment in the end. But but it was but it's worth it to see it. Yes, okay. It's it's a stunt double and yeah, it's CGI Yoda, but it's still Yoda what it, using yeah, a what light it represents. Saber. Yes, you know it's it's yeah. still that cool like oh okay all oh, right yeah. Yoda's coming into this things are about to go down and he just starts doing flips and you're like okay I did not see this coming. Yeah, so the reveal we've talked about that how the reveal was actually a, one of my favorite memories of well, Star yeah, Wars. Well, yeah, so. So speaking but you can't of memories, recapture that again. Unfortunately, you know that's a one-time thing. Yeah, I guess uh, I was I was gonna say. Speaking of that, like uh, just to remind you, that was the first movie. Yeah, I think it was the first movie that we actually went to a midnight release for. Back yeah, when I it think came you're out, because right. Phantom Menace was too crazy. We had to, we had to just basically. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait on that one. We weren't we we weren't that uh, diehard at that. Were point. they doing midnight release? I don't think they were doing like midnight releases then anyway. Were they? I don't know. I don't this know. Is getting I think there's like Phantom sales and stuff. Phantom Menace may have started it because of how crazy people were waiting in line to see oh, it. Yeah. Like, all right, maybe we should start doing every theater or every screen in the theater playing the movie. But for me, I I like Attack of the Clones. As everybody knows, I'm the big alien guy. Uh, I just love that arena scene. I mean, I love the accolade. Yeah, the, so that's and the, the Riku one and the, thing. And the next yeah, I was I came back to it. I was like, all right, that's pretty great. That whole, I mean, that's like the biggest war scene you're ever going to see in a Star Wars movie. But again, Clone Wars might kind of do it better. Like, yeah. I, I think of like, uh, there's that, the second battle of Geonosis at the beginning of season two. 
I remember this. It's called The Landing at Point Rain. It's like episode five or something of season two. It's such a it's like just as good. And and it and it and it expands from there. You know, it's just like and then you get more and you get like the, you know, because that battle's missing the quintessential Star Wars. You got to have the space battle going on and the ground battle and the hero battle. Right. I think um, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm nitpicking, but obviously, you put you put that movie on. I'm gonna watch it. I'm well, not hey, to that was like, that was gonna be my the last thing I was gonna say was, at the end of the day, if I'm watching the prequel movies, I'm I'm still gonna watch it. I'm not gonna skip it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to say that. You're right. You're I right. do Fair I do enough. have to say yes. The Clone Wars may have done it better, but I I see the Clone Wars as supplemental to the actual movie. Like you you can have them together as a whole the movie and the series and it just that it makes that movie so much better yeah plus don't forget and, it's got the best scene in all the prequels which is uh c-3po getting pushed out the door by r2d2 <laughs> in the factory yeah. i thought you were gonna bring up padme getting her wardrobe slashed in half <laughs> by, by the nexu um but it's up there that's 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 hard that, to miss. I, okay. I might have just called myself out on that one a little bit. The I I I personally like the Phase One Clone Trooper armor. I think it yeah, looks so yeah, much yeah, better yeah. than the Phase Two because uh, Phase Two is just starting to look more Stormtrooper. Which I get it. That's the whole evolution. But I just like the look of the Phase One armor. And that's the the first battle of Geonosis with all the fa- oh, with all the. Uh, the dust and just the the laser beams going through the dust it just it looks yeah. great yeah plus all the jedi in the arena like that's yeah i mean it's hard to capture that like that's it's that's pretty great yeah i, I guess it's i really could that third that third act is 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 action packed like you can't deny yeah. that but i guess i could um, skip the uh obi-wan wig though that's that's one thing oh the is that a wig yeah, in that one the, the fake beard for like the reshoots, <laughs> that was in Phantom Menace. I thought in this one too. Uh, yeah, I thought that fake? was. Yeah, no, no, he well, didn't the, have especially didn't, the beard. At least he had the Padawan uh, hair in the, in uh, Phantom. Yeah, Menace. that's what yeah. made it even more ridiculous when he yeah. had a, a short hair wig on <laughs> for Phantom Menace. <laughs> it looked like some kind of weird afro. So that's mine. Attack of the Clones. You know, I don't. I guess. I mean, I guess I'd say it's my my least favorite of the movies if I had to rank them. But is has anyone read the novelization? I probably have at some point. It's not. I as wonder strong. if that the Revenge of oh, the Sith. I assume that would have fantastic. I yeah. I wonder if if the hangups are on just like the production side of it, since mm-hmm. it's in this kind of in this in between phase between film and digital and trying to be super progressive with yeah. the post production and stuff. Yeah. So maybe that took away from it, but. I don't know if the story is as strong on the in the novelization side or not. That's a good question. Well, you know, one thing that that definitely plays well in this is across the stars. The the basically theme of this movie is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's iconic. But I'll yeah, just right. listen to that and flip through some pictures of Natalie Portman. That's, that's good enough for <laughs> me. Across the stars is what my wife walked. Starting to get aisle. to a creepy level nice. now at this point creepy <laughs> alright who's next let's move on from Attack of the Clones My, mine is we have all of these awesome planets right um, but everything seems to happen in just one spot 
on each planet. Like if you okay. if you think about the planet as a whole, right? Everything on Naboo happens right there in Seed, which is like yeah. just the size of a normal city, or just Every, the outskirts of, or or the outskirts of yeah. Coruscant yeah. just happens in that one spot. You know, it's just everything in that one tiny spot on this massive planet. I feel like this is a problem that's systemic to sci-fi genre still. Because Star Trek, yeah, not to be. bring Star Trek into this again, but I feel like that has the same problem where they show up to a planet sure. and it's like, it, it just seems like, wait, this planet is just one city? Like the whole yeah, planet. It's like, right. how did you know where to land? It's an entire planet. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's oh, the same yeah. thing. I mean, the same thing happened with Force Awakens is they end up on, on Takodana and it's literally Maz's castle is the only thing on that planet, it seems like. Yeah. Maybe it's a way of saying that the universe or the galaxy is enormous. And so, like, individual planets mean a lot less than yes. you know, what we're well, used to in real life, where our yeah, planet it has is to. everything. Right. It almost has to. Because the only planet well i'm sure there's others but the one that jumps to my mind that i could think of that has multiple cities is tatooine because you've got moss right. this and moss that yeah. and moss this <laughs> but um even the I mean, way they, they feel the same anyway even when the way they did it in book of boba fett though it still seemed very small yes and they would talk right. about Mos Eisley, but it's like so how far away is it really? Right. Yeah. A parsec, Bill. Come on. <laughs> I I literally there was times watching that where I was like, okay, wait, hold on. He's in Mos Eisley. I thought he was in Mos Espa at this point in time. Yeah. Um, and then that it, it, it's part of the charm. Like this is a great wart because I feel like it's that's part of just what makes Star Wars Star Wars though. Is like you got to just go with it. You know, every every planet is just a city and it's got maybe right. one alien race on it and that's it. You know, and <laughs> you that's can't. that actually brings me to a second point it's kind of like a, a, a half wart here is uh c-3po is fluent in over three million forms of communication I thought it was six there's right? only that's six, or six right? sorry sorry Thank sorry six million oh, forms get out of, of communication <laughs> yet there's only ever like five dialects ever spoken in the history of star wars and one yeah. of them is from a tribe of teddy bear people that nobody knows exists but yet right. 3po has the <laughs> ability to translate them yeah True. yeah he's a real mary sue that 3po <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i definitely yeah I, I feel like it's just one of those things where like how do you how do you depict an entire planet like right so many different so many different ways uh, uh, I mean, I guess I don't know if you, if and they, they touched on it a little bit in in um, in the Clone Wars series, especially with Naboo because they go to a lot of different areas of Naboo, like during the Blue Shadow Virus arc and stuff like that. Um, but it would be interesting to see different climates on these planets, just that's like it true is, too. You know, but here that's on again Earth. that's that's part of the charm I think of Star right. Wars is every planet is a single ecosystem with yeah. a single <laughs> city and a single Don't people it's like that's keep your science out of Star Wars okay right. okay right. <laughs> it's a big galaxy well, but it's just every planet is very small tiny yeah. eventually we'll see Tatooine back to uh, lush yeah, it's true. Whole planet it'll be an with water ocean biome instead of a desert biome yeah alright well good one Ben I like that that's an appropriate wart. <laughs> <laughs> but it, thankfully, it's easy to overlook. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. there's realities in production of these things, too. That you have to think well, that, yeah, so, that's a big one, too. Yeah. 
All right. Ready for mine? Yes, I'm excited. All right. So we're going back to the prequel era-ish, I guess, mostly. My war is Gungans, but not for the reason that you probably think, because everybody- So the reason would be the accents. It's not that? No. The buffoonery. It's, it's, yes, because, (laughs) because like, let's take a look at them holistically here. Like, they are, they are, I mean, Qui-Gon proves they're weak-minded, like, even Boss Nass, like, the leader of all these Gungans. True. Is a weak-minded fool. As I'm pretty sure say. he wasn't even trying to mind trick him. He just like said the words <laughs> right. and Boss Nass was like, yes, Misa so, going along with that. <laughs> but so how does that make any sense when you look at their civilization who's built like massive <laughs> underwater cities with like advanced technology? Not only that, but they have those boomers that like just deactivate droids, which... Don't get right. me started on that. Like, why weren't they using those a lot more in the Clone Wars? I don't know. But just depicting them as like bumbling fools when clearly there is some intelligence there. I don't know. It's yeah, just, there must be. It's like, well, the, yeah, it could have been um, way, you know, a long time ago. Maybe, they lived yeah. on the surface and then they were so inbred, right? Smart, you were gonna say. <laughs> intelligent. No, and they wanted to isolate themselves. So they built these underwater things and then they've been so isolated away from everyone for so long that they just like devolved over the generations Maybe. and had no reason to but keep they, up with their devolved. but they can still organize an army they can still like they still have this technology <laughs> that they know how to use and it's just to me it's like well maybe there is something to the whole i mean mostly a joke well, I, these days but maybe there is something to the whole like jar jar was supposed to be a sith lord thing that, because oh. <laughs> because like but then it but then it turned into just like a buffoonery almost like a children's i guess i don't know right. it went a little bit too far on that one well i mean they they talk about it that <laughs> the people of the the boo think they're so smart is what they kept saying so yeah. there was a point in time where they worked with the people of, of of the Naboo. And it's possible that they shared technologies with each other and just the people of but that's, Naboo indeed were just like, I don't these people are these people are these things are below me. I don't care, you know, <laughs> about them at all whatsoever. And, you know, eventually they just took what they did, what you know, what they've built, what they've created, and they just left with it and went underwater, knowing that the people of Theed and Naboo can't follow them underwater because they don't breathe underwater. They but can't then, accept that Gungans marry their cousins. You know? then, <laughs> and we're out of we say out of here. But say. yeah, but then they didn't continue to like evolve and and get better. I don't know. I, I would love to see Gungans get a redemption similar to how what they did with the Tusken Raiders uh in the Mandalorian and Book of Boba. That Fett. would be interesting. <laughs> But anyway, that's mine. Yeah. Uh, mostly silly I mean, not, because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really like, matter. Yeah. And th- th- their point was to be comedic relief. And yeah. Right. Very broad sense. <laughs> but I guess, at but, the same time, I'm like, this entire race of people yeah, deserve yeah. some some credit for what they've been able to accomplish. Yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> at this point, if they were to go back and try to flesh out their civilization, nobody would 
be into that. Nobody wants. <laughs> oh, you're just trying to make them not seem like these bumbling fools. Uh, it's kind of a waste at this <laughs> well, point. The, the <laughs> hardest guess. thing is that with the way they talk, like well, I and mean, that's part of the problem, though. It's like what? <laughs> actually, you know what? In the High Republic, in one of those books, I can't remember the name of it. So, there was yes. a Gungan scientist. No, I'm I'm glad you brought this up. Who was working I, on like hyperspace travel or something? I feel right? like well, there was a. One there of was the a bad Gungan guys. Nihil too. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah Nihil, but, but there was an also in one a of the YA books. There was so, a Gungan scientist. Yeah. So yeah, so I feel like in the High Republic, we're seeing a little bit of giving them a little bit more depth, and so maybe you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the next phase yeah. are going even further back, so maybe there'll be some some before more backstory they, there before they started the cousin marrying uh, <laughs> rituals. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Well learn more about building underwater cities. <laughs> Weeson having the same grandma. <laughs> anyway, save the while best we're for talking, last. No, no. Uh, but while we're talking about prequels and comedic relief, um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. What, what does that say? And three of the four are about prequel things. Yeah. The, uh, the droid army basically is mine. Um, hmm. Not the, not the army itself, but, the fact that they have personalities yeah, and yep. emotions bothers yeah. me a little bit. In, in Phantom Menace, I believe they were fine. Mm-hmm. It was like they were just played straight, you know, Roger, Roger, yeah. whatever. No, like. But then when you get into like Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, or um, Revenge of the Sith, and even the in the Clone Wars show, they they start to develop like fear, and they get way too jokey, right? And they talk too much. But you know, if I feel like if the purpose is to like instill fear and be this menacing force that's you know someone's supposed to be unstoppable and all this but right. then they're cracking jokes and being afraid when there's a jedi and all this stuff but they, they they shouldn't to me. yeah the b1 battle droids became just cannon yeah, fodder like and high pitched yeah. voices for like the big uh, destroyer be- droids and everything and it's just like you stupid astro droid you know, right. Stuff like that. It's, they uh, they right. became it the comic relief that the Gungans were, I feel like. In the yeah. Menace. yeah. And if you want to give them personality, isn't that like what the clones are there for? So you have somebody to identify with and well, to yeah, like, yeah. That's the other know, thing, too. Not, you know, feel bad for when they die. When when the <laughs> droids are like, uh oh, like, don't, don't shoot us. And then they shoot them. You actually kind of feel bad for them a little bit. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't. They're droids. <laughs> <laughs> they have personalities like but uh, now i'm talking myself out of it but i guess this goes to the point in um uh last jedi with dj you know both sides are are, are just as bad so you know yeah. er, you know everyone has their own point of view don't join Good guys don't bad guys whatever it's uh we're all we're all just pawns in the big game well yeah everybody was a pawn in sidious's plans so yeah yeah, you're not wrong though. I mean, yeah, they it's had not, just... they're not they're not always bad. But you know what? It makes me there's there was a character in uh, those aftermath uh, books called Mister Bones who was a oh, reprogrammed yeah. battle droid. <laughs> I could definitely do without him. He was annoying. <laughs> he he ended up being in the Lego Freemaker series. I oh, think. was that the yeah, same I droid? Think you're right. Hmm. Yeah. He was Although kind of endearing in that, canon. though, because it was Lego. I mean, everything in Lego. <laughs> yeah. I would say 
they had to do they they had to do something with the droids because I feel like again these are movies really made for kids. Sure. And, yes. Yes. You know you I can't know. have you can't have a war movie for kids. They would get bored after a while. Yeah, you could throw action in there, but you got to have some kind of comedy in there every yeah. now and then. Goofiness. Well, plus in episode one they were different because they had the control ships. Like they were almost like a hive mind. Right. But then after that, they had to kind of be independent because they, you know, you destroy those control. They completely rewired their whole system so that they wouldn't get shut down by a single ship or whatever. So that might help to explain. Yeah. 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 It explains their personalities a bit, but all right. I do agree with you overall. Boring conversation. Anyway, so there we have it I, that was a, a pleasant uh, surprise that we were lacking in sequel uh, era warts hmm. I was a little afraid of that but hmm. instead we just kind of piled on the prequels Whoopsie. I mean I did I did well, all around I Let's feel tr- like I yeah. feel like to try to be silly. There's a lot of silly things from the prequels to to draw on. Yeah, yeah. They're I mean, all there's a easy lo- to overlook though. I mean, there's a no, lot of yeah, silly totally. things in in all the eras. There's a lot of silly things in all the areas in all the eras. But I think I think yeah. in the prequels it was on purpose. Though. That's the difference. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's you know, a little bit of George uh, George Lucas humor. I think part of mm-hmm. where I came at Attack of the Clones from was it always bugged me that there was all this like you kept seeing this um, on the internet this machete order for viewing the the uh, uh, the, the saga and so the much. whole concept was you you cut episode one out like it's not even worth watching just skip to episode two I never really like started it yeah. yeah episode one has more to value I feel. Than Attack of the Clones, but you know what? This is such a personal no, I, thing because I'm sure you talk to somebody else and they'll say the exact opposite. I think I but, agree with you. I mean, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, you don't want to know who Darth Maul is. You don't want to know who Qui Gon Jinn is. You don't want to watch an epic pod race that goes on arguably too long. I mean, according to my wife, <laughs> it's the first time you see a double bladed <laughs> lightsaber. You're right. seeing two Jedi fight a Sith. Uh, yeah. You're seeing space combat. You're seeing ground combat. You're seeing. Yeah, you've got that that uh, epic, you know, that's the the classic Star Wars trifecta at the end, the space, the yeah, ground and the heroes right. fighting uh, it out. I'm pretty sure Simpsons did that with uh the joke of Lenny and Carl fighting each other with plutonium rods and saying, "I think Phantom Menace sucked more." Well, I think Attack of the Clones sucked more. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yep. Uh they don't suck. <laughs> They're Star Wars. No, all I, I, wizard. I loved. I, they're all, I all wizard. They're all wizard. I love Attack of the Clones. I, I, that one holds a, a high spot for me. Like, what does that have that's better than anything else? I couldn't think of anything other than Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> that's three. That's times. three times. This is not. This is not a Beetlejuice thing. You don't say her name three <laughs> times and she just shows up. <laughs> well, there you have it. All right. Now let's wrap this up, shall we? Yeah, what is next week? Do we decide? No. Something. Okay. 
That has could to be something. Could be nothing. Well, I did have an idea. I don't know when when it would when we could do it, but how about we rank all nine opening crawls? Ah, that's <laughs> fun. Oh, I like good. that. I like that one. All right. Okay. Say so if, if we do that, we just we go one by one. Say, kind of you know briefly read it, and then all right, so that one's obviously number one, and then. The next one we say, is that better or worse? And then slot them in as we go. Oh, okay, I like it. I like the idea. We're doing it. Next week? Mm -hmm. Okay, opening crawls next week. Okay. Outro. We could just include this in the outro. Still, uh, I don't know. Still recording. <laughs> it's a process. It's 37 it's process. minutes. Okay. Stop kicking your microphone, whoever that was. I actually heard it this time. It's probably a headbutt. <laughs> All right. So there, there you have it. I think we've uh, talked about what we're going to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you think we should do next. We probably won't do it because we already have our idea. But uh, when it wow. comes time, yeah. So next week we'll talk. We'll talk uh, opening crawls, and then if we start doing each movie best of whatever we want to call it what it does better than any others we could start crowdsourcing ideas at least that's what that was my thought sounds like a plan all right yeah. thank thanks for listening <laughs> you want to right. try that you want to try that again roll back thanks for listening muy muy i love you <laughs> like your gun sounded better than your I English, Bill. You I don't know what that says. <laughs> 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 <laughs>